impressed it. Yes, I did. And I'm on my way back to the crib. Uh-huh. Yes, I is. Did you realize that you are a champion? Yeah, right. Sorry. We can't sing the other part, but we love a sample. Yeah, I never really liked that song. No. You're actually from Chicago. They played that shit in, like, every commercial break, and it would be right when you're like, oh, let let me change the channel. Let's see what's on the radio. (laughs) Yeah, my mom used to play that. She used to play Touch the Sky. I used to be like, I don't like this. Yeah, it's the sky. Man, they play every... Shout out to Chicago Radio, where they only had three artists to cycle through over, like, a 10-year period. (laughs) And one of them was Erica from Bad Girls Club. Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. I don't understand, bitch. Don't understand. Shout out to Luchi V. Shout out to Luchi V. Shout out to Erica. Shout out to the bad girls trying to get together on Zeus Network. Zeus bringing the girls together to conversate and things. Well, we'll see what Hera wants to do with that. <laughs> That's called an olive branch. And that is called an intro. Beep. Boom, 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 boom. That was cute. I don't know why I always do the theme song as if like it's going to play right now. Like we're in live studio. <laughs> I'm always like. Let us know, guys, if you have any DJs on the SoundCloud, on the U of the Tube that can provide us with free and reduced beats. We definitely will be looking for a new theme song um, soon. We're trying to go for like a Wizards of Waverly place. That's so Raven. Okay, I, I, men- I was trying to mention like iconic Disney theme songs, but then Wizards of Waverly place just jumped up there. So I don't know where we're going with that, but a theme song. I don't really like that theme song. I don't either. And I don't know why she like jumped in front like Selena Gomez with some motherfucking body, but okay. Like that's so Raven wasn't right there. And it's like I said that's so Raven second, which is even more disrespectful. It's like second. But we all make mistakes. <laughs> we all make mistakes. Anyway, the point is we're looking for a theme song. If you know anybody that can give us this flavor, hit us up, DM us, send us a smoke swig. <laughs> And also, while you're at it, make sure you follow... Oh, wait. Let me make sure that we give our intros. Oh. (laughs) What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Ricky. And I am reporting live from... I thought of a lot of bad things. I will not say any one of those things. But we'll just say one of those things included Nancy Pelosi's something. Oh, my God. Wait, that one how I should have said it. Anyway. (laughs) And I'm Simone, and I'm here for the throne, and I'm reporting live from the 
Timmy, Tom, and Jujax do rag shop down on Instagram. <laughs> if you add those niggas in the dupe, no, I'm just playing. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> It's like I feel like I did the just, intro backwards, forwards, and reversed it, did a whole bunch. Just looking all silky and pinky. I'm wearing a do-rag in honor of Simone's iconic win on Drag Race this week. <laughs> Even though there's, there's literally like no video going right now, but you know, you'll see it eventually. <laughs> eventually. Oh, <laughs> uh, we gonna get to Miss Simone, because we got some tea on her. Yes. But for now, as Chris said earlier, um, if you guys know any producers, any DJs, any musically inclined individuals, we would love to hear tracks that we can use for our upcoming content. Um, We do pay now. That is not necessarily a lot of money, Mm -hmm. comparatively speaking, Mm because people's definition of, of a lot is a lot. But, um, yeah, definitely make sure that if you guys want some great promotion and you want some coin to hit us up about that. Yes. Do it. Do it. Do it till you get the coins. Hey, do it. (laughs) And also do all the other stuff that we always be telling y'all to do. Like, follow us across social media. That means Twitter, at Freeish Media. YouTube, at Freeish Media. Instagram, at Freeish Media. TikTok, at Freeish Media. I should have just said all of those, at Freeish Media. But now (laughs) y'all will remember. So go do it now. If you're not doing it now, what the fuck are you doing with yourselves? Oh. You like how I, like, didn't curse? I kind of did, like, a RHOA. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm very proud that you stopped cussing out our listeners every uh, church announcement period. Like, I'm, I'm, you're getting so much better. I mean, but they're our family. But you come at them like that one uncle that, like, wants you to succeed, but he telling you, you know, you ain't shit for, like, 13 years. You're like, damn, uncle, every time? So now you like that auntie. <laughs> That's the way they talk to us. Uh, they'd be like, you floppy ass niggas say that y'all gonna be on Clubhouse every week. We ain't see you motherfuckers back on Clubhouse since. <laughs> we didn't get back on Clubhouse. We need to get back on Clubhouse. We will. We're gonna do something Black History with Clubhouse. Like, Black History Month, we're planning to do, of course, y'all know that's the month we care about our jobs. So, we're planning to do some cute things. So, Clubhouse is definitely gonna be in the mix. We haven't forgot about y'all lives and all the other things that y'all want. Merch. I might even have to give these bitches a silhouette challenge. We should have did it for the show. We should literally have done it for the video. If this episode gets to a thousand likes, <laughs> we will do the silhouette challenge. <laughs> I don't know if they're ready to see this big body biz. They don't want to see me looking like... Uh, I'm past looking like Forrest Gump with my leg all out. My silhouette oh. won't be cute because my light can't cut off all the way. Did you just say silhouette? Yeah. Silhouette and silhouette been kicking everybody ass on the internet. So I just, silhouette has been what I've been saying all day. <laughs> like, you Maybe it's because I know a girl named Silhouette. Silhouette or silhouette? Silhouette. Oh. Is she nice? People like that be either are super nice or super bitchy. I think. She was kind of a hoe, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm sorry, Silhouette, if you're listening to this. Because that's a very specific name. She going to know it's you. She going to be like, mm-hmm. Because you have a very specific name, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that voice. That sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Silhouette. Hey, Silhouette. <laughs>
All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with our free-ish four. At, here at number four, we have T.I. and Tiny being nasty again. Um, I say that mm. because nothing that they do surprises me, has surprised me since she jacked him off in that waiting room down at the Orange is Allegedly. New Black. So I just, you know, will take this with all the salt that it needs to be taken with. Um, today, that's more salt than an American deli combo. Hello, <gasps> remind me to tell you, I have some good ass American deli and reminded me of Atlanta. Just, Where'd you get American deli? Okay, I will. It's like fake American deli, but we stand anyway. Ti and Tiny basically were exposed for being nasty, uh, kidnappy, predatory people. Um, this girl basically said that you know, there is a sex dungeon. And T.I. and Tiny be having people in it and drugging people and doing, you know, mm. weird things to them, allegedly. So we're not going to go into detail because we don't do trigger warnings here. But, like, what do you think about that? Like, that's fucking crazy. But, like, also not surprising, right? Yeah, you know, of course, um, growing up in Atlanta, we've all heard about, you know, T.I. and Tiny and them being swingers and stuff, allegedly, um, and, you know, different rumors related to those, all sorts of things um, in that realm of just shit. Mm -hmm. But to hear this, like, this was like a whole nother level. You know, I've heard that um, they might have, you know, not been the best people or whatever, that they might have had attitude problems and shit like this, but we're talking about some of those allegations that if they are indeed true, like, that is insane. Like, that yeah. is some, like, for real, like, molestation, like, drugging and raping and waiting until they're, like, blacked out to, like, do things to them, like, allegedly. Right. And that is just a whole lot, you know, and it's just really sad because even though T.I. and Tiny have always had those rumors around them, they still, you know, for, for better or for worse, looked at um, as, in my opinion, um, something that a lot of people epitomize in the black community is, you know, they're a couple that's been together for a long time. Their relationship has stood um, a whole bunch of tests and things like that. But when you peel back the layers and you see shit like this, you start to wonder, like, hmm, why, why, why? Yeah. It's really weird, bro. It's really weird. It gives me the Will and Jada effect. How, like, oh. last year, you know, August put his bussy on blast for like that whole Jada situation it turned out like this is something that's in their marriage that is like weird and taboo but like not criminal and now we have bitches right. like T.I. and Tiny who is like that is criminal this is criminal this sounds nasty and weird and like swinging is one thing but like swinging a bitch unconscious is like a no no like clearly it's a no no and T.I., you done been in jail too many times for you to still be out here doing criminal acts, nigga. Yeah, you, I know damn well your, your bed's still warm from the Fulton County Correctional Facility. <laughs> Honey, you don't need to be out here touching on nobody. I hope you go to jail, you and your wife, and I hope there's no visiting time. My name's Simone, and I'm here for the throne. I think her name is Simone. That's my thing. I see. <laughs> Y'all, Drag Race is finally, finally, finally back for real, for real. Like the last few weeks, we've been letting her rest and letting her come to her own because we ain't been eliminating bitches. But finally, we are back to the Drag Race that we love, the mess, the fun, and somebody going home. So, without further ado, this is our Drag Race review. 
Why is that? Why did that rhyme? I feel like I could write for Drag Race. Where the wonder call us? <laughs> oh, but okay. So this week, um, the old girls or the winner circle and the losers or the B squad basically had the the uh, the meeting moment that we always get when returning queens come back. But not they tried to force a Alyssa Edwards moment. Did you catch that with uh, Elliot with two T's? Uh, yeah. Not that yeah, it was they like... tried to get that face cracked. Like, yeah, we're going to have them talking shit about her, even though she's like... It was like a mixture of Alyssa in that time when Vanjie was like back there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Season uh, 11 premiere. Yeah, my thing is like with the returning girls and the new girls, like that was the whole thing throughout the episode. It don't really matter. All you have was is new to us. So, <laughs> I mean, I like that Rue mixed up the groups this week, but it definitely was like this old versus new storyline. Or not old versus new. Why I keep saying that? This A squad versus B squad storyline. I keep saying old versus new, not winners versus losers, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um Rube and you know the whole world of wonder production team everybody involved with that i think they at this point they've done 13 seasons of drag race they've done um a few all-star seasons they've done you know assuming um different levels of involvement but production has done other drag races as well too so definitely you can tell they're getting to their bag in terms of understanding how they can really get that cafe together and really get that storyline together and it's like they know as reality tv we as viewers we need to connect to the people on the screen an easy way for them to do that is to split it up into winners and losers because what i could tell they were doing with elliot was even though you know elliot may not have been the best i was really fucking with elliot personally just because yeah, I, like I elliot. tend to fuck with the underdog right so you could tell they were really good at this season giving that storyline aspect to it and making people really connect in different ways with people just because they already had them quote unquote lose in the first episode and then have to be underdog and work their way up even right. if all of them technically didn't seem like they should have necessarily been underdogs right very that like it's very like uh it created a sense of underdogs versus like champions and that's kind of like with like the shows other shows we watch like the challenge and those like competition reality shows really get good at like building certain people up by like i don't want to say breaking them down but like having that overcoming storyline moment um, so we'll just speak broadly for the episode, just for the show, um, or like broadly of the last few episodes. So who is your favorite so far? We're at episode four. We're about to go into episode four. Um, in terms of current favorites, and mm -hmm. we still have the footage from our unreleased episodes, so that may or may not be getting released at some point. Ooh. But I believe that I said that my faves were Denali. I believe that I said another fave was Got Mick. And I believe that I said a fave was Simone. And I believe mm. I still stand by those three. I would also like to add Tamisha Iman as well. Tamisha Iman is coming for you. Literally. I like her. I can do. I like her too. Um, my faves, literally, my I, I have multiple faves that are just cute for this season. Like, I'm liking La La Brie. 
Um, and confessional, I'm liking. Not saying that they're gonna win or anything, but like I like La La Ria and confessional. I like uh, got Mick uh, when she interacts with other people. I like Olivia Lux's smile. Oh shit, my camera went out. I like Olivia Lux's smile, and but my winner, my pick, clearly from the first week and all the way to the end, is gonna be Simone. I'm sorry, I love Simone. I fucks with Simone. Simone and her do-rag is the inspiration for today's leak. And <laughs> it will be, uh, I don't know, I just like Simone. Like, Simone has given me so much black life that I've been waiting to get from, like, the other girls that have been, like, coming up the last few years. Like, she's giving me what I thought I was going to get from Shay. She's giving me what I thought I was going to get from, like, Monet the second time around. Like, all the girls that, like, walk so she can run, I can see her taking the crown. Yet another nigga with the crown. Oh, <laughs> wait! I don't want to say it like that. My nigga like with the crown. But I meant that to be empowering, but it didn't come off that way. So we're just gonna go past it, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, child. Uh. <laughs> so, what were your thoughts on the challenge? I thoroughly enjoyed the um, the challenge. You know, I really like when they do the um, whole actor situations when the crop of girls is good. Yeah. And I thought we had a good crop of girls this year because of the um, three different productions that we saw, I really liked all three of them. Even the one with the um, two girls that were in the bottom, I really liked that one too. Yeah. So I definitely think um, that production is also getting a lot better with these... Um, I don't even know what to call them, but like skit actor type situations that they always have to do. Mm. Yeah, I definitely I like the fact that they that Rue came in there and was like all the stories are kind of the same, and you mm. could see that when it was playing back to back, like they were all based the same, and all the girls kind of did like Simone's character and Tina's character were kind of given the same type of energy, whereas yeah, like the. And got Mick, but like Denali's character really wasn't. And you could see it compared to the other performances. Like, oh, you should have kind of been given that without. I like, I hated how like back in the day we were kind of like, well, I mean, you should be given that, but you don't really know what to tell the queens because you don't see any other examples. So yeah, I like that too. Like, <laughs> this season is really cute. I like the twist early on. It was annoying for the first three episodes, but the lip sync twist, this challenge, I'm like, okay, Drew Red Grace, y'all really stepping in y'all bag. And I really feel like it partially, at least on some level, had to do with Corona, too. Like, they'll maybe having to, like, stagger how they did it or having to, like, stagger how they, like, put the people in the hotels or, you know. I'm like, somehow there has to be, like, some changes in how they're doing this. And this has to be coming across, but they're really able to make it not so apparent. You know, even with them having plexiglass dividers. I had to watch the first episode. I think I didn't catch that to, like, the second episode. I'm like, oh, my God, they have dividers, even though they they were joking about it, but I wasn't really, like, thinking about it until, like, they really, you know, explicitly were like, squeegee. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit, look at y'all being very social distance friendly. You know, of course. Right, shout out, wear your mask, stay socially distant. And it's good that they don't even, like, that's, that's like, a second fourth, that's, like, a second thought in the show. Like, I'm kind of glad it's able to still function without like necessarily everybody needing to have on mask 24 7 everybody needing to you know be extra openly about being cautious because we know drag race is built a certain way we know they're sequestered we know like the girls go way ahead of time so like them being on set this ain't no real 
problem. It's like a corona season, but not, honestly. Because yeah. if you look at it, even um, watching one of the past episodes where they did the fashion show, normally Rue, Michelle, and Ross sit really closely together. Mm-hmm. This season, they did the same thing, but they all sat farther apart. Right. It's things like that where it's like you don't really like catch it until you're like looking at it. And you're like, oh, y'all are six feet apart where normally y'all are like right next to each other kikiing. Right. But like y'all were still able to get those kikis out six feet apart. Just gotta right. say a little louder. <laughs> Hey dig girl, a deeper, dig a little deeper. So yeah. what we get? Go ahead. We ain't finishing this segment without talking about the lip sync, the House of Hall. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Shout out to Denali from Chicago or Canada, wherever you from, girl. That what she literally <laughs> came out the first B hands. Like, like oh, that's new. I ain't seen that one before. Okay, this is a Denali absolutely massacred Kamora, and as we knew, she would. And I felt bad for Kamora because it was one of those situations where we knew that train couldn't come apart. We knew that dress couldn't come apart. Her dress was not and coming we knew off that of face her. Couldn't come apart. Oh, like she was not doing no hair reveal or anything. Like it just. She just kind of walked in a circle and let Denali like she even did Denali even did the top bottom thing. She gave up with some type of dignity. It's like composure, dignity. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't quite as bad as you know, like some of the people when they just give up and it's just like, oh, whatever. Charlie Hyde, season nine. Charlie Hyde needed to go run and hide, but um. (laughs) Yeah, at least, you know, she gave some type of fight. And she definitely was giving face. She was, you know, lip syncing. She just wasn't giving the high energy that a song like that could require. It wasn't like a wrecking ball where, you know, you're able to just give face and do this. And, like, you win the lip sync. Nah, bitch, she ate her the fuck up. Right. She (laughs) definitely was trying to stand there and sing for a second and was like, nah. Tan type of song, (laughs) boo-boo. You gotta go my mind away. I pity the fool that has to lip sync against my bitch Denali. That was the last thing I was going to bring up. So get into like RuPaul this season, really showing some of the girls respect and love. Like she let Denali know like, bitch, I pity the fool. Like Tamisha Iman, when she gave her Mm -hmm. all them compliments, like Ru is definitely talking a lot. And I hope that continues because, you know, last few seasons, she didn't really talk to the girls like that. But this is a clear. I was saying that um, I really feel like they took, because, you know, they got a lot of criticism, especially with the um, Canadian one. Mm. They got a lot of criticism with how harsh they were towards people. And I definitely remember taking a note of that and wondering if they were going to do something to address that. And I could tell with this season, there were a lot of moments where they could have been a lot more harsh. They could have been a lot more, I guess, you know, quote unquote mean with the statements that they gave. And they were, and they have been really good this season at, you know, smoothing things over, definitely taking the criticisms and kind of leveling them to where they don't sound as bad, but they're still trying to make it more a critique instead of a criticism. Yeah. So, definitely. you know, give credit where credit is due. You, I don't think you're going to have an adore situation or anything like that this year where it's just like, I can't deal with y'all. Y'all are being some bitches. <laughs> Like, nah, their critiques have been really good, and the girls have been really good, too. Like, there hasn't needed to really be too many harsh critiques because there's not really any to be given. Like, this is a good season so far to me. I'm fucking with it. I have one critique. 
uh, of one of the girls. And it's for Rose. Um, Miss Rose, I'm going to need you to step out of Jen's bag and really step into your own. Um, this week again, I got Jan from you, and I don't know why, but I just, it's like I cannot help but to think you give in Jan. And I guess, I don't know if I feel that way because we know she's Jan's like sister or whatever, or is it just because you are actually giving Jan? But like, shout out to Rose. I really, really, really want to like you, Rose. I really, really want you to go top four, Rose. I really, 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 really like you. But every time it comes to your performance, I get Jan. So. Take that as you will if you listen to this podcast, because I know you are. Maybe Jan just had the benefit of going on the show first. That t- that's T2. That's like, <laughs> if, but like, think about it. If we went on Drag Race and then you went first, but you were making like all the Carrie Hilson jokes, like, I can't fault you for that because that's like part of our brand. But at the same time, if I come on and make the same jokes, then people are going to drag me. You know what I mean? That's how I feel well, about Rose. Like, them. well, I'm going to drag them. But like, I, I like Rose. I want you to succeed. That's all. This is love. This isn't week six where I'm like, you're a fucking flop. No, I'm just playing. And I like Rosé too, and I don't have a butt. I, but I, I do have a big butt. Ah. Big, big <laughs> booty. If you got a big booty. That was like that J-Lo song. Working our way down through these topics. Hey. Shit so good, might have to go topless. Yes, yeah, little cold, might give a fuck less. Breeze hey, on that nigga, might get the fur rest. Hey, mixtape coming soon. Shout out, shout out, shout out. Pew, 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 pew. I just hope you won't be on Janet. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I also hope you won't be on Radical Islamic. Girl, where we going to Islam? <laughs> Afghanistan. <laughs> Speaking of radicals, um, did you see the radicals? <laughs> so they say the quote unquote radicals targeting GameStop stock and causing it to rise sharply. Yeah. Did you get into Games- that GameStop is the trade of the season, Henny. Shout out to Heidi and Closet. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, they say Miss GameStop, she has been. So apparently, um, there was a group of Redditors, and somewhere in this Reddit group, I guess they decided that they wanted to um, invest in stocks that were at the time not doing very well. So you had GameStop, um, their stock wasn't doing very well the last um, few months. AMC, a few other people like that. Um, so this group decides to invest heavily in a lot of those um, companies. Essentially, and this may or may not be right. If it is wrong, please feel free, cousins, to send us a DM and correct me, and we will gladly issue a retraction. But to my knowledge, when a stock is not doing that well, like GameStop, um, hedge companies and you know people like that with a lot of money to invest in something, they'll invest in that stock with the assumption that it's going to do badly soon and that they're going to sell before it does badly. Mm. What these Redditors did was they, they basically knew that a lot of these hedge fund operators had money within GameStop and that they were looking to um, shortly start selling before the stock, you know, 
did worse. So mm. essentially what these Redditors did was they all invested within GameStop, inflating the stock price and making it go from like less than $100 to like, I think 300 and some dollars, like over 300% increase. All right. And now GameStop is sitting over here like it was valued at like $4 billion a few months ago, and now it's valued at like $20 billion or some shit like that. Wow. So Robinhood, which is an app where people can buy and sell stocks, they basically were allowing people to buy and sell stocks on GameStop, which is how a lot of people were making this happen. And then they suddenly stopped. It was like, oh, you can't buy GameStop stock anymore. You can only sell it. And people were looking at them like, well, what the fuck? Like, why are y'all doing that? Y'all are supposed to be Robinhood. Y'all are supposed to be an application that's supposed to take from the rich and give to the poor. Y'all are supposed to help the everyman be able to get into the stock market like these rich people. So right. if anything, y'all are just proving that y'all are on the side of these rich bureaucrats and these billionaires and these big stock people that you are supposed to be against. So it's just a very jade, jaded making situation. And it's just really making me look at a lot of people crazy. It's making me mad that I didn't get any GameStop stock like I okay. should have. And it's just making me look like, am I fucking crazy? And I'm tired of being looked at like I'm fucking crazy in 2021 whenever people look at me, which isn't that much because I don't really do anything for people to look at me. And I don't know where that went, but yeah. Uh, <sighs> don't look at me. <laughs> well, shout out to GameStop and Reddit Henny. Um, they act like social media don't change the world, but it does every day. Um, that's no, all like that's definitely true. And 2021 is literally even just in the last few weeks, like. Oh my god, I haven't even been looking at the camera the whole time I've been saying all this shit. This probably look crazy, but that is cool because I'm looking at it now. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> they probably saw all up into my scalp. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. But um, yeah, shout out to 2021. Definitely um making it known that social media really is driving the world. Even, you know, this is some not so positive tea, but that Capitol riot on the sixth. That was, you know, primarily due to word of mouth spreading on social media. You had the whole GameStop situation. You had, you know, other situations just within the last couple weeks really showing the power of social media. Yeah. That's why we need to get into our, our power, girl. The power yeah. of two. We gonna make it through. <laughs> not the power of two. Now we season uh, <laughs> three and a half. <laughs> that summer where they was trying to figure out girl what the hell we gonna do now <laughs> girl what we gonna do now she did oh let me stop oh we got another sister our mom was well I'm about to be like what we can't finish why am I still problematic nobody today? ever explained Patty being a thought but it's fine like she was clearly <laughs> married but like not they retconned her into being a little thotty <laughs> over season <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to GameStop and shout out to, you know, quote unquote, people on social media really making a change. That is really what the name of the game is. And we are not finna take our hands off of these people's whatevers. <laughs> Pause. Um, we are... <laughs> <laughs> And we're not gonna take it. No, we're not gonna take it. We're not, not gonna going take to. it any Anymore. fucking more. Amen. Anymore. All right. Well, shout out to GameStop, Henny. I want my PlayStation 5. So whenever y'all start get around to buying PlayStations again, I want that. That's what I want. <laughs> I'll invest and in And I want my Super Mario 3D Brothers. 
Wait, I don't think that was the name of it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you have been watching. No, I'm sorry. Wait. <laughs> Last on our list for today, we just have a simple and quick question amongst the friends. Oh, excuse me. Ooh, that was that was my man coming back up. No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> that was Be- like such a dirty joke. Oh my gosh. I, told you, <laughs> I love it. I'm so bad. Uh, so today we are asking a simple and quick question. Um, what games do you remember from back in the day and why did you stand? This could count like PS eras, Nintendo, Atari. I know you're a little older than me, so maybe you remember Atari. But um, you're gonna stop acting like <laughs> I'm so much older than you because I'm 23 days older than you. That's a long Give time. Give up the ghost. That's a long time, sis. I'm just saying. No, I'm just saying. But like games, what do you remember? I remember all types of games. Um, the first game that I remember having was Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that came out. We were, like, really young, like, young, young, small kids. I remember playing that and getting my life, beating that, of course. Actually, I don't think I ever beat it. Cool. I think I almost beat it, but, you know, I think I got to, like, the little star whatever shit, star road, but I couldn't beat that because I was, like, five, and I was like, this shit's fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I remember getting Crash Bandicoot, Warped. That was my first PlayStation game. Definitely stand mm. that. Um, would play the fuck out of that. I had a GameCube. Had games for that, like Pokemon Coliseum. Um, and around that time was when I started kind of falling off of games. I think the last game I remember really buying and fucking with was either Kingdom Hearts 2 or Metroid Prime. I know those came out around the same time. Whichever one of those, I think, would have been like probably one of the last games I played up until I got my Nintendo Switch and started playing that because it's fun. Well, I was always a PlayStation. I was always a PlayStation girl. Like, (sighs) I remember the legendary days of like, you know, Crash and Spyro and those type of things. I also remember like the true crime series, like true crime streets of LA, because if you couldn't get GTA, because listen, for the girls that grew up in households with restricted televisions, um, GTA was not allowed at my address. So we had to get True Crime Streets of LA, True Crime Streets of New York, like those type of other like offshoot games to like make up for the Grand Theft Auto hole in our hearts. But I didn't I remember- like those type of nigga games. I'm gonna post that that video of that girl like I don't do it with Negroes. That was on Doctor Phil. <laughs> I, I like those types of games. I my friends would be playing those. I'd be like, man, Kingdom Hearts me, please. Kingdom Hearts was the two. Let me tell you something. If you do not remember the theme song from Kingdom Hearts, if you do not remember Utada Uchida. The Japanese and the English version, bitch. Like, iconic song. Like, Kingdom Hearts literally was iconic for, like, our literal generation. Like, literally, literal, 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 literally, like, iconic. I'm just like, we were just old enough to know what Disney is, but still young enough to still be into it. 
<laughs> right, right. Old enough to know that this was like iconic for Disney, but like it's okay. We're playing video games. <laughs> it's not weird. We're with about to be in. with a keyblade, and his name was Sora. But it's fine because we didn't believe in gender pronouns and gender specifics. You know, got Mick because you know I was thinking about. I was like, okay, we have a Sora in Digimon, and this Sora is a girl, and this Sora is mm-hmm. a boy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But both of them be given. Are y'all like the Christian of like Japanese shit? <laughs> um, but yeah, like from there it went to like WWE games. Like I was really into the SmackDown versus Raw series. I was really into um, Here Comes like the Pit. I see how you treat me. This is this is this is second time I've been shaded for my choices since I said the word. No, it is not. I want y'all to know how he treat me when it comes to PlayStation games, but it's fine. Um, shout out to SmackDown versus around WWE. I did, I just recently got into a lot of games, um, like the mm-hmm. 2K series and WWE and NBA and NFL. Um, I've just gotten into like Assassin's Creed and stuff, but like remember those days of, like Prince of Persia and those girls coming out and like Prince of Persia stands the time being iconic for like the little time thing that they did, like yeah, I we just want, but I remember it. Yeah, we just wanted to show a little love to some games from back in the day because GameStop is worth a bajillion dollars right now. <laughs> Actually, I'm dead. Why am I? Why am I like having a flashback? I did used to have a Prince of Persia game. Mm-hmm. I had it for PSP. Oh I my god, I had a PSP. Uh-huh. And I definitely did used to have a Prince of Persia game for PSP. And I remember being so irritated at this one part that I was just like, you know what? Fuck this game. Fuck this whole system. This shit is stupid. Fuck it. <laughs> and mind you, I had begged my parents for it for like three months. I was like, please get me this PSP. I want it so bad. Please. Would not get it to me. Finally, like my dad had went overseas to like Afghanistan or some shit. And apparently it was way cheaper there. So we got it from there and got it sent to me. And mm. yeah, I played it for like two weeks until I couldn't get past that level of Prince of Persia. So um, shout out to you, I guess. Or not. <laughs> shout out to the remake. The remake is coming out soon. That's funny that you mentioned that. Maybe I'll get it for Nintendo Switch if it's cross-platform now. Mm. It. One place we know it will be on PlayStation. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for this discussion, this section. No, I'm sorry. I forget what it won't be handheld. <laughs> it won't be no PSP, child. Now, that we will agree <laughs> on was a shitty system, child. Oh, my God. Well, y'all need to let us know what games y'all used to fuck with. Right. Let us know in the comments. Go to our Instagram stories when you're listening to this. We'll probably have a question up somewhere. Please, please, please let us know. We want to hear from you. Um, We will be starting this gaming journey soon, child. We've been trying to film and figure out stuff, but we will be starting that. So let us know what you want us to play. Let us know what you want us to get into. Um, Let us know if you want to collab. Like, I personally enjoy Super Smash Brothers. You know, Chris enjoys everything else that <laughs> he has a nintendo switch i have a playstation we'll be figuring out if we're gonna get an xbox oh, let I us a know playstation 2 if need be i feel like that was like a rihanna wink i'm clicking this off bye <laughs> that's funny okay and then we Cicely tyson and oh i guess we don't need a flop so yeah. 
bringing it on to the end we would just wanted to place a note here and um a moment of silence for cicely tyson who passed this past week um cicely tyson was a legend in the stage screen and television um my favorite role i don't know what your favorite role is but my favorite role from cicely tyson was her on how to get away with murder like girl you know it's the only fucking cicely tyson role i know no shade, but that's low-key the only one I know. Well, I know she's legendary, and I know we stand because we stand Cicely Tyson. So, shout out to Cicely Tyson. Of course. Like, you know, Cicely Tyson is one of those people where we might not be able to know every single thing that she's done in her career, but we definitely are able to respect her as a pioneer in her career and respect her as one of the greatest to ever do it. So... Definitely, you know, Cicely Tyson will be a presence that will be missed on people's screens. Um, even people, you know, our parents' age, they know of Cicely Tyson as somebody who was a pioneer to them. Right. And being the first to um, do a lot of things and being somebody who their generation was able to look up to as an quote-unquote older black woman doing the damn thing. So definitely this is like a hole in the world right now. I didn't want to use that reference. <laughs> This is like a hole in the world right now. And, you know, just remember to tell everybody that you love that you love them because 2021 is really taking niggas out. Like, literally taking niggas out, like, so quickly. Mm hmm. Like, it is. It's really sad. Somebody else just passed, too. Oh, Cloris Leachman. Um, Cloris Leachman from like Facts of Life, an iconic comedy legend, passed this week. Yeah, you know, we wouldn't even be able to name everybody from just the last couple yeah. weeks that we haven't recorded just because, you know, it's been a lot going on. But, um, you know, we will keep all of those people and their loved ones in our prayers. And y'all, Freeish fam, we will get through this. So let's just keep chugging along, 2021. Yeah. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure that you are following us at Freeish Media. Make sure that you are subscribed and have your notifications turned on. We will be dropping content. We promise. And <laughs> this thought that Ricky leaves with you. What was that, Janet? <laughs> huh? <laughs> <laughs>